G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. Okay, then they were both betrayed. David by his father-in-law, his son, one of his commanders. And of course, we know that Jesus was betrayed by the most famous betrayer in all human history, Mm. I think, Judas, one of his own disciples. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Over the last several programs, we've focused on the parallel characteristics between Joseph and David, because previously we've learned that most rabbis believe there are two messiahs to come, or that one of two of those possible messiahs will come, either Mashiach ben Yosef, Messiah son of Joseph, the suffering messiah, or Mashiach ben David, Messiah son of David, the warrior messiah. Both Joseph and David are very different men to be sure, but they're also surprisingly similar. We saw quite clearly last time the striking similarities between Joseph and Jesus. And in this program, we're going to look at the similarities between David and Jesus. Now, the first of those is probably uh, very obvious. They were both born in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, they were both prophesied to one day be king over Israel. So that's two. I've got another couple here. Both of them were shepherds, David of literal sheep. And Jesus of people, the, the human, the human whinging, bleating kind <laughs> yeah, that just right. want to get into trouble all the time. Yeah. All the we silly, like sheep have gone astray. Oh, we're such <laughs> we're such dummies, aren't we? But and he is known as the good shepherd, mm. okay, who lays down his life for the sheep. So he is an amazing shepherd. And then both of them grew up being loved and respected by their people and their communities in their early days. Yeah, they were sort of rejected um, at the end, and David by specifics, but. Mm. But in their early days, they grew up in favor with God and man and the people around them. Well, as you mentioned, they both were rejected by those who supposedly loved them. But also they were both treated with contempt by their families. David, by his brothers and some of his children. And Jesus, of course, by his half-siblings. They just couldn't uh, understand the fact of uh, who he was and why. Yeah, I guess when they were probably much younger, they probably thought they were cute and wonderful. And then Mm. as they started to grow up and actually have a voice, then they kind of wanted to flick them in the ear mm, a little bit yeah. and who do you think you are sort of thing. Yeah. We're, we're such fickle creatures, aren't mm. we? We're so fickle. Both of them were in the genealogy of Jesse, who was the root of Jesse foretold by the prophet Isaiah. Yeah. Okay, so Jesse was David's father and Jesse was Jesus, I don't know how many great, great, great grandfathers <laughs> yeah. there was, but he was his great grandfather by a number of times. And both of them were prophets. Both of them, David and Jesus, both prophets. Yeah, good point. Also, both had enemies who conspired against them. Mm. Of course, uh, David seemed to, every time he turned around, he had someone trying (laughs) trying to knock him off. (laughs) And both were accused of sedition without evidence as well. Yeah, they were. That's terribly sad too, Mm. what happened to David, and most of that was foolishness. But Jesus was, there was not a seditious bone in his body. Terrible. Okay, then they were both betrayed. David by his father-in-law, his son, one of his commanders. And, of course, we know that Jesus was betrayed by the most famous betrayer in all human history, Mm. I think, Judas, one of his own disciples. Both of them had attempts made against their lives as well. David's life was threatened by Saul, his father-in-law. I mean, 
great father-in-law, yeah, hey, right, yeah. uh, and Jesus uh, when they tried to throw him off a cliff mm. in uh, Nazareth. Also, both were loved by the people they protected, and both had false friends hang themselves after betraying them. David's false friend Ahithophel, and Jesus, of course, his false friend was Judas. Uh, both of them were promised by God to have an everlasting throne. I uh, haven't seen that fulfilled yet, mm. but the throne we know was a real political geographical yeah. uh, throne. And both brought deliverance to their people. David by conquering militarily over their enemies. Jesus by conquering death, hell and the grave Woo-hoo, while yeah. on the cross. Now, also, we mentioned in the last program that uh, the 30 years of age was quite significant. And yep. both David and Jesus, both 30 when they stepped into their authority. David was 30 when he became king. Jesus when he began his ministry of power and authority. And also both were announced by men who had come from miraculous births. David was announced and anointed by Samuel, who was conceived miraculously by his barren mother, Hannah. And Jesus, of course, announced and baptized by John the Baptist, who was conceived miraculously by his barren mother, Elizabeth. Mm. And then finally, both fulfilled their calling with power, authority and victory over the enemies before them. David, again, through military might and physical warfare. Jesus with victory over sickness and demons, hunger, death, sin, and all through the power of Mm. God. Just amazing. So again, for the sake of clarity, let's look at the question. Will Mashiach come as Joseph, a suffering Messiah who's going to atone for the sins of the people, or will Mashiach come as a warrior to conquer over enemies and make the world a righteous place once again? The Jewish people know a great deal about the Mashiach, and many of them are longing for him to come. They're desperate for him. They long for peace. Mm. The modern nation of Israel, and historically, they haven't known peace, and they're desperate for it, and they know it's only going to come when Mashiach comes. But they don't recognize, or they can't recognize, Jesus as that individual. They're under judicial blindness. Mm. They recognize everything else about Messiah, just not him, this blind spot in the middle. So I thought it would be good to just have a look at the way the Bible presents it, using the two men that we've been focusing on. Joseph was born long before David, and Joseph was an amazing man who went through some really terrible things. He suffered some terrible things at the hands of his own family. Uh, He was hated, despised, rejected, sold into slavery. He went to a foreign land where he wasn't known or understood. He became a servant, and he served his new master faithfully but was betrayed and imprisoned falsely. But he was able to provide wise, godly counsel to Pharaoh. He rose to a position of prime minister. How good is that? Mm. Second in all the land. And it was through his wisdom that they were able to save all that food for the coming famine so that they were well and truly prepared. And during that famine, his family came to buy food so that they'd survive. And Joseph recognized them, but they didn't recognize him. His identity was hidden from their sight. They had no idea Mm what Joseph had done for them. They were completely blind to the fact that Joseph had suffered extraordinarily because of them for their sins, and yet it was because of that that he saved them. Yes, so true. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. But the amazing thing is he did forgive them too. He accepted them. He brought the entire family down to Egypt where they were all reconciled together. So they were all saved because of uh, Joseph and his willingness to forgive. Oh, isn't that just amazing? Mm. What a story. What a picture. Okay, then we go generations later. David was born. He grew up a God-fearing young man, I might add. But through military power and conquest, he defeated Israel's enemies from their brutality and wars and everything against them. That was the Philistines. And he led his people, 
in spite of his own weaknesses, failings and sins, but he led his people into a time of great peace. And under the reign of his son, Solomon, it was the time that was known as Israel's golden age of peace and prosperity. Jesus came fulfilling hundreds of prophecies, some of which we've looked at in great detail. He came, suffered, he was despised, he was hated, he was maligned. Though his younger years, he grew up well-beloved and treated with respect in favor with God and man until he came to that 30 Mm. years of age. Then he was rejected and maligned and everything else. And just like Joseph, his own people didn't recognize him. I'm talking the leadership. I'm talking about the official response. And then he went and paid. He paid this incredible price, making atonement on their behalf. And here's the kicker. One day he's coming back. Generations after he came as Mashiach ben Yosef, the suffering servant, bringing salvation, paying for all of that. When he comes again, he's going to be coming as Mashiach ben David, the son of David, this warrior Messiah who's going to conquer all wickedness and all those enemies who refuse to acknowledge him and his sacrifice for them. And then they'll recognize him. That's right. And that's written about in Zechariah 12, verse 10. It says, I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication so that they look on me whom they've pierced and they'll mourn for him as one mourns for an only son and they'll weep bitterly over him like the bitter weeping over a firstborn. When Joseph revealed himself to his brothers, they wept. Mm. They were absolutely overcome with sorrow and regret, the shame they must have felt, and yet the sheer relief that here he was, he was alive and well. When Jesus returns and reveals himself to his people, just like they did with Joseph, they're going to weep and mourn. They're going to know regret and shame, but they're going to know utter relief that finally their Messiah came. They didn't didn't recognize him first time around, Mm. but they will next time. And that's when the next golden age of peace and prosperity is going to be ushered in. Well, that wraps up the look at the parallels to the life of Mashiach between Joseph and David. But it still doesn't complete this series on Mashiach. In fact, we're only about two thirds of the way through. And next time we're going to be looking at the life of Moses and how he relates to Mashiach. That's next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 